all had really good points. Okay. Probably except for Harry, Harry I was like. Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we love to talk about gambling and walks. <laughs> this is Matoy Pearson. That was great. That was Perfect. like 10 yeah, out of you're, 10. Yeah, it's great 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> you're a podcast host. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Flawed. We were all betting for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Well, okay. So do you, can you introduce yourself? And then I want to know before anything, how does somebody get into this job? Oh, um, well, my name is Matoy Pearson. I'm a senior trader at WinBet. Somehow I got this job, which is, I think I'm pretty fortunate to have it in the first place. <laughs> number one, um, you know, I'm from Las Vegas uh, originally. So, um, you know, I'm not really too prone to, you know, the, I'm not, I wasn't gambling when I was young or anything, but my dad kind of, you know, he, I love sports my whole life and my dad got me into it. And I think I was in like third or fourth grade when like he taught me about, you know, I think the Packers and Raiders were playing like a Monday night game. He's like, yeah, I got, I got some money on it, you know, something small. I said, you could bet on the games. And he's like, yeah, like he's showing me the, this sheet of paper with like the point spreads and the mm. totals. And like, I was like, this can't be right. You know, I was actually more entertained with like, who made these numbers? Like, how could the Packers mm. be a six point favorite? He goes, oh, I don't really know. You know, he's like being honest <laughs> with me. I'm a kid. I'm doing like my homework next to him while he's watching the game. He's drinking a beer. And, um, you know, I was kind of hooked from then on out. I wasn't gambling at the time, but I was like paying attention to it while my dad was doing it. And when I got into high school, that's when I kind of started getting into some, you know, like pools and stuff like that for, for, for betting. And, and, you know, a lot of my friends love sports, too. So that grew into me, uh, you know, getting out of college. I worked like a bunch of retail jobs before um, I was 21. And then I applied for like 15 casino jobs to be a, a writer, a sports writer. Oh, OK. Uh, you know, the guys at the windows writing the tickets. And um you know, lo and behold, I think I only got like two interviews or whatever because I had no experience and Caesars hired me, or hired me, which was awesome because Caesars, you know, pretty big name. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm getting my foot in the Great door. Start, yeah. I didn't have any like aspirations of like getting to like, you know, being a, a odds maker or, or a risk manager or anything like that, you know. So um, I think I was just fortunate for the people that I met, a lot of people that were, you know, uh, 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 like my bosses and stuff like that. And I just got to know the, the, the lay of the land. You know, I knew a, a lot about betting already. I knew a lot about, um, you know, certain sports, niche markets. And, um, you know, I kind of just rose through the ranks. I was a writer, then a supervisor at Rio. You know, they kind of made me like an admin, somebody that was like grading the games that, you know, after the games end, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone needs to grade them for people to get paid. Wow. And then I was just, you know, I was all over the place until Wait, I ended up on. at Wimbet. What? Time out, time out. <laughs> How do you grade You're a game? A oh, game. my bad. Okay, so, um, like, do you I don't know, know either. Oh, okay. yeah, I like, my bad. yeah, I think I'm just talking real fast. So. No, it's good. I, I'm uh, like grading the games, okay? So you, you get, like, oh, yeah, every for sure. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. Go to Indeed.com slash Spinsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Every, like, sportsbook has, like, a program that they use to, like, obviously move the lines, manage the risk, and stuff like that. So after a game ends, whether, you know, it could be a first half or a prop or, you know, whatever the case is, someone, like, has to manually go in and, you know, uh, you know put the score in, 76, 64. So, you know, when people are screaming about why this isn't graded, I'm trying to cash my ticket so I can make another bet. There's somebody that does that as a job in the back, like in the trading room. 
So, you know, I, I went through all that stuff. I was, you know, at Rio, I was at Harris, back to Caesars. Um, you know, I was fortunate to be at Circa when that blew up. Circa's an awesome, awesome deal. Um, you know, but then, you know, a couple of my guys ended up at WinBet. And, um, you know, that was a big deal for me, and I love it, you know, being here. So I think it was just kind of the experience I had through all the places that I was at. I've only been in the game for about five years, but, you know, they trusted me enough to at least be, you know, a senior trader here at WinBet. That's, that's amazing, that whole process. But I think we want to know, like, explain to us like we're five because we are – 101 this is beginner level okay what do you do now to be able to set the lines like what is your day-to-day to 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 do that so (laughs) i'm trying to um like when i would get in obviously you know like on a regular day obviously it's a big time right now because of march madness yeah and um you know it's kind of easier to book these games or to make the lines for these games and i'll explain because you know they're already uh made days in advance so if i go into like a regular day you know, maybe like there's just NBA and NHL, you know, you'd sit down, um, you, we have three different things that we always check. Uh, our trading interface, is which, which is what we use to like move the lines. Uh, Don Best, which is a product to check the markets where like all the sports books are in line to know where, you're, where you should be at for all the games that, are, uh, mm. that have lines in it. And the tickers that we have to see the bets being made so we can, you know, manage the risk on people making the bets, us checking the markets, and then us moving it on the trading interface. So that's basically like our holy trinity is what we call it in the back room. Um, but to make the lines, you know, it's, 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 a, it's not a really difficult process. You know, if you're in there every day, it's almost like a case-by-case scenario. It's so mm-hmm. nuanced that, you know, obviously if the Suns and Bulls are playing, you got to know how they did, you know, over the last 10 games. You got to have a power rankings built for all 30 teams just to make sure where you're at on the spread, you know, and if you're fortunate enough to have an algorithm that makes totals, which is tougher, you know, we have like two guys in, in, in the back that, that can do something like that for us as well. So usually the first thing we want to do is at least know that we're in market with a lot of the other books because these lines are pretty solid already that mm-hmm. they're betting into. And then we have to have our tickers up just to know who's betting on them so we can manage the risk appropriately. So... Okay, let's say we're starting from the beginning. Was that is that fine? Am I? Uh, yes, I but like I have to. I'm going more. Every time I, want... I explain it, I'm like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> no, I do that all the time. Uh, man, I, I'm like, man, this is not right. I feel like... <laughs> as long as you know how to do it, that's all that matters. Right, yeah, we're just, we're just yeah, interested. Yeah. Okay, no, no, you're you're fine. No, no you're doing totally. This is great. Okay, yeah. let's say you're you're starting fresh, right? You're going in. You're like, today I need to set a line for this game. Let's say it's. Louisville, the best team in of all time, of in, women's. The of, in, in all time, yeah, I'd say yeah. overall in everything, but also especially this year, women's college basketball. And let's say that they're Von playing, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, Kentucky, probably not even arguably like the worst team, just team, yeah, yeah okay, ever. Yeah. Just two random teams in general. Then. So okay. okay, yeah. So you've got these two teams. Do you say I'm gonna? I need to look at like the algorithms of how they've done in the past. Like, what are the factors that go into this, and how many of those are computer based? factors like how many do you not even really have to think about because the computers thought about them like itself and sure. so you know that it's incorporated well you know louisville's amazing at home and yeah so they're going to this, dominate move it this. Or, yeah mm-hmm. exactly like how many are from the computer how many are things that you're saying i'm making the judgment call on them? that's that's an excellent question so like this is a great just because we're locking in on two teams so um you know if we did have a women's college basketball power ranking Louisville would obviously be number one, (laughs) you know, know, in range, you know, there, but like you would kind of figure out like, you know, 
if like we were going to make a power ranking, which I do from like 100 to like, you know, it's usually in the 60s or 50s, you know, if like Louisville was like a 96 and Kentucky was like, um, like a 70, there would be like a 26 point favorite, like something like that. Like you would base mm, it off that okay. type of stuff. So like you can arrange it yourself. A lot of people use like, um, you know, Excel spreadsheets and then they can like program stuff where they're every single day when the games are going on that they're um, adjusting their, their rankings appropriately day by day. If there's an injury, that's a big deal. Home court could be up to one and a half, three points, you know, depending on how big of a fan base or how good a team plays. So there's a lot of factors that go into it. But in March, it's a little bit more interesting because the dynamic is different. Obviously, they're not going to be at home, but fan bases travel. I mean, that's mm-hmm. stuff that you got to put, uh, you know, True. facts into. Um, you know, referees, depending on, who, you know, who's ref in the game, that could be something where the line could, a lot of, a lot of totals could be uh, uh, persuaded by something like that as well. So, um, you know, putting that stuff into effect and just knowing that when the, when the year goes on, the lines get sharper. You know, you can find a little bit, some, some, uh, like an edge earlier in the season because, like, you know, even odds makers are still trying to get, you know, sur- yeah. to, to, like, who's good. Who's re- mm-hmm. Sometimes you're really off on a team. Sometimes you got to move a power ranking 20 points, and you're like, wow, like, this forward is incredible. Or, you know, we mm-hmm. didn't know th- these guards were going to play like this or something like that. So when it gets later into the season, these numbers become sharper, and they become easier to make just because you know how the team plays. Mm-hmm. So that's, like – you know, our edge as odds makers is while we're sharpening our numbers, we will be able to take whatever bets we want because we know that that number should be where it is. Mm. Yeah, that's that's actually something I've noticed is like it gets way harder later in the NBA season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to yeah. get ones where you're like, oh, that feels like an easy win. Like, yeah, that I really like the odds on that. But the later it goes on, the, the yeah, yeah, less those are available. It's tough. I mean, it's obviously tough for us to at least know where it should be even later in the season. But like, if it's 10 minutes before tip and the line is four and like it's been bet into for like three days, like we know where it's going to be. Like, mm-hmm. regardless if it's wrong or right, if it's four and the team wins by 20, we're not trying to be result based. We're just trying to know where the number should be in the market. That's mm-hmm. like our job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My next question is the two parter based off of Haley's A and B. Yeah. A and B. Because she comes in hot with Louisville. And I'm wondering for you. Can you have like a bias? Like, could you have a a favorite team? <laughs> good question. Yeah, and then like part two is: Does it change your watching experience of watching basketball just for fun or enjoyment, or are you watching for? Okay, I got to make note of this for the line. This is an incredible two-part question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we want to stay in market as much as we can. Um, you know, especially if we don't have a bias or we don't have a lean on a certain game or total or whatever the case is. But yeah, like if we like a team, we'll go to war, you know, like we'll stand out of market and take, you know, a, you know, as many bets as we want that we're comfortable with knowing like, you, regardless if it's our favorite team, maybe it's a team that's just playing well that no one thinks is playing well. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, I'll take, you know, X amount on this. And, you know, if it loses, I'll talk to my boss later. Like, you know, we'll figure something <laughs> like that out. Um, but I think over the course of me betting, I probably like lost faith in a lot of my favorite teams, which is almost, you know, you, you turn so like you become almost pessimistic because of like all the stuff that happens. And you like obviously you're betting. That's one big thing that you're focusing on. And having a favorite team and cheering for that com- combined is like brutal. Mm-hmm. So like I almost had to like cut ties with like a lot of my favorite teams. Like my childhood memories are dashed because I got into something like this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just it's like a sad story I guess but I still root for the teams that I like because my dad loves them 
I love my dad for for this stuff. But you know, you just try to be in the moment with a lot of this stuff, and instead of being that biased as far as cheering for a team, you know, that you like, even if there's no money on it. Mm. Yeah. What's a if you can give us an example? What you were just talking about, you know, sometimes you guys will ride for a team because you'll say, "I know that the public is putting money on this side, but like it really should be here." Can you give us an example of a a bas preferably basketball uh, team? That you guys have recently? I, yeah, but no. like really anything I, other than probably I'm soccer. Trying to figure out where so and baseball. We were pretty heavy on Vermont uh, in the. Uh, they played Arkansas. They lost by four a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. And I think it was uh, my buddy Matt, Matt Lindemann. Um, we were pretty heavy on Vermont. We thought they were pretty solid. We had them power ranked pretty high. You know, even though they play in a smaller conference, I think it's the America East. You know, nobody's watching that as much. Mm -hmm. No disrespect to the America East. Where it's <laughs> be at, you know, so. It's just a fact. Right, Cancel. yeah. Um, but I think the market opened like six and a half or seven. It was like a, you know, and like we had like one or pick, like that's a pretty vast, you know, through key numbers in basketball, one, you know, one through or two through seven are like real key numbers in basketball. You know, when it comes down to a lot of free throws, if it's a close game, I mean, it's gonna, it could land within, you know, that range. So, you know, we started, we, we tore that up. We were betting Vermont, you know, like it was like, you know, it was going out of style. And um, when we got the chance to open our line, uh, we opened, I think, four and a half, and I think the market was at like six. So, like, this is like the the Don Best is the provider we use that looks at all the markets, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like everyone's painted minus six, minus six and a half, minus six. You know, various sports books that are in town, whatever the case is. But when you open four and a half, people are going to see that. Mm. People with the same product that can be bought by anyone, mm -hmm. or you know, they and they're going to bet it. Like, well, well, here you can lay four and a half as much as you want. You know, we're hoping that we're right and the market trails down from six to five to where we're at. Like, mm -hmm. that's our legitimate job. Like, mm -hmm. if we're going to be good at it, we need to be on that side. And, you know, we need to hope that it wins when we take all those bets. So when it landed four and they didn't cover four and a half and everyone bet four and a half, I mean, that's like a big deal for like a lot of the guys in the back, you know, sweating out a game like that and making a decision where it's like, our number's better than the market's number. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's been plenty of times where we've lost that too. But, you know, for an example, that was like a big one for us as far as like us dictating the market. Yeah, that's great. That's exciting. Mm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's... It's like you're having to... The same emotions of betting, except you don't actually have money on it. It's like your job and reputation. Yeah, 100%. 100 that's exactly... So, I mean, that's... I would say that might be a little bit bigger than the, the, the bank account. I don't know, sometimes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like... It's just depending on how much you're like willing to risk, you know, for the company. Like, you know, are you going to take this amount? Are you going to take this amount? You know, I think once again, you know, if later in the season, our numbers say this, like we're, we're willing to go to war with, you know, whatever opinions we have with the guys in the room. Were there any, like the whole time you've been doing this, any particular NBA teams you can point out that you really thought the way that the public did not think? Cavs and Grizzlies are like off. Right, right off top are two teams that, like, boosted from, you know, uh, maybe in the mid-70s, 80s of their power ranking to, like, the 90s. Minnesota Timberwolves are probably in there as well. Mm. So those are, like, three big teams, and especially the Grizzlies because their core unit is awesome, even without Morant. I mean, they beat a team by 80 without Morant. Jeez. 
No one talks about that. Yeah. <laughs> they beat a, a team by point. 80 points. That did happen. And no one, they're like, oh, yeah, MVP. I'm like, well, they won by 80 against a, a professional team. Like, those, it's not like it was those the are thunder, like big things. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like those are big things that we look into. We joke about that stuff in the mm-hmm. room, just kind of like figuring out where a team should be. But like, those type of things are huge. And it's, it's our job to like get ahead of that, you know, make a better, like, you know, say if like the Suns were playing the Cavs in, you know, January or something, or December. I think that's when the Cavs started to get hot. Mm-hmm. And, like, Suns are awesome. They're the best team in the NBA, I would say. I think that's, like, we are pre- we have them power ranked pretty high. Mm-hmm. And, like, if the Suns were playing at home and the Cavs, like, were kind of, you know, running pretty well, but no one really caught on, if the Suns were, like, a 9- or 10-point favorite, we would say, like, that might be, like, high. It should be, like, 7 or 6. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, you know, those were a few teams that we had to, like, Make sure we got ahead of because you know if you if even even if you're marketing you're wrong like you, the betters will tell you they'll like you'll pay for it to pay yeah. for that stuff. What about the opposite in the sense that my Lakers oh. we thought we were gonna be great, <laughs> oh, man. and then the numbers probably went the exact opposite, and now I'm sure everybody you're just sad with me because the yeah. Lakers are bad, or how does that work? <laughs> well, I'm my like my family. I grew up a Lakers fan. Okay, so great. it's pretty, you know, Grew disappointing. Up. Yeah. Doesn't sound like you currently. Are. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, we're done there. We're done. We're, I'm out. I'm out of that. Um, <laughs> I think Lakers will probably probably be one of the biggest drops that we've had in in our power rankings. Any anybody's power rankings. I think I feel like the last few shows that I was on, like the Lakers came up. I just this is like almost a curse that we're involved. Yeah. Um, the the problem is with like teams that in your heart or even in your like if you trust if you trust your power rankings enough. Like, you want to keep them up there. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see them as a nine-point underdog against the Raptors. It almost seems surreal. Like, for the Lakers, mm-hmm. the, you know, with, even with LeBron, it's ridiculous. But, like... I know, especially considering, like, with the Raptors specifically, I just felt like that really hurt because of all he's done to the Raptors. Sure, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, if there's no so team true. he's abused more, I think, than the Raptors. Maybe the Pacers. Yeah, sure. But, they, they're yeah. all taking the shots As a franchise, now. Yeah, yeah, he's Ooh. really hurt the Raptors. And, that and, felt... That, that hurt. <laughs> And, um, you know, like the one that we just talked about was they just played the Wizards on the road, mm-hmm. you know, Lakers on a road trip right now. And we're like arguing in the back for like 10 minutes about making these lines for the overnights about where that line should be. And it mm-hmm. should, you know, like right now it should only take like five minutes to like talk about a game and put a line out for people to bet. But, you know, me and my buddy, I'm like, the La- like you, I don't ever want to take any like bets on the teams that are playing the Lakers because there's like everyone knows now to bet against them. So like. You know, we're, I'm trying to, like, tell them we should make it three, three and a half, and they're like, no, it should be one. How could the Wizards be this? And, like, those are the conversations we have on, like, especially now. You know, arguments are fun. They're, they're cool. Like, it makes the job fun, and, you know, the Wizards ended up winning by 10 or something without Kuzma. Like, it would, you know, that's the type of stuff that's, like, ridiculous to me on a day-by-day basis, you know? Well, and that's ridiculous kind of, to me, too. Yeah, yeah. it's absurd. Jordan's I'm like, like yeah, it's ridiculous. Um <laughs> What you're talking about, I think that's what I'm, I'm trying to picture is for your job, is it like you're in a focus group and you're all in a back room and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, for tomorrow, here's what we're going to set it. And then also, how do you know, we just do a podcast, like there's stakes, there's no money, nobody's like coming to us and is, you know, we're not setting anything for anyone, but we have to know when someone gets, gets hurt, when someone you know, says that he hates the team and actually he wants to leave. Yeah. We have to know, you know, so it's like, stay super up to date with this do you guys have like an injury guy a rumors guy 
do you have a line in on Woj? Like, how do you guys come so prepared? Because you have to know so much. No, that's a, that's a great question as well. We, we do. I th we have a big injury guy, uh, mainly for NBA, which is like every single game, there's like 45 injuries for every team, you know. And like, you know, Joel Embiid's always questionable. Giannis might take a rest or Mike Conley will rest for like four games that we've never even figured out, you know. And like, it's our job to get to it because like we're, we're like, it's, it's all gamesmanship, like, like for our team, um, well, to answer your question, we ba it looks like it's like three rows of tables and there's uh, you know a setup of like three monitors that every it's almost like battle stations is what we call it, <laughs> and um, you know we got like twelve different stations, you know five or six guys usually working during shifts and stuff like that to take care of you know for the, the daily stuff. So that's the setup. I'm like back in the corner. They put me in the corner. They don't like me in there. I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm deep. I'm deep in the corner. But we. We have like Twitter, like we use TweetDeck. We always have like certain things like NBA injuries, um, you know, Schefter, all this stuff. Twitter, wow. Yeah, so we Line use- setters, they're just like us. Yeah, we're not different. <laughs> like we use the social media and anything that we can on the internet just to get a leg up. And like, yeah, like we have a lot of relationships with guys in the industry that might have information that can like tip us off about, hey, this guy might be out, you know, someone saying this or this. I mean, they're all rumors, but- you know, that's stuff that can help you like, you know, you would or like a few like Tom Brady. Like had we known we wouldn't have got smoked on 30 to one by like 40 different guys if like we knew Tom Brady was going to come back. So like, you know, those are small things we can like, you know, get ahead of and move the line before we take, you know, several bets that we're not trying to take. I think like a big thing in, in sports um, or in trading or risk managing is, yeah, it's cool to win to a lot of the stuff that your opinion is based on. But it's even more fun to like protect a lot of bets that you would get knowing that that injury was going to happen mm -hmm. or this, you know, like that, that stuff like no one really understands. And we think like we take pride into doing with doing our job. How much does, you know, you're talking about injuries and if a team is hot, but if you're looking on Twitter and Katie goes on this rant for like 10 <laughs> tweets in a row, are you guys like, Ooh, I don't know about this next <laughs> next game. Like, I don't know if he's mentally there. Like, how much outside of basketball does that affect the line? We we would like make jokes about it. We'd be like, is it worth like three points? Like, you know, like maybe he doesn't. It, but, no, it? but I like like we all like we also like um you know like ponder about that stuff too, and like we laugh about it. I mean, we're the same like in the back as we are you know, even, like betting a game, we're talking to somebody about betting, like where there's like the transparency, the transparency is like known. Mm -hmm. Like for me it is, because you know, I love it so much and when I hear questions about this, it makes me laugh as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, you know, maybe we think there could be an issue with the Nets, it could be a locker room deal. Like maybe we do move at a point, you mm -hmm. know, we, maybe the market does move off something like that. Like we don't, like when a market moves and something like that happens, we're like, well, could it have been that? Like, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's, it, we want to be as professional about it, but like we want to have fun and like that stuff is like a big deal as well. Yeah. Yeah. All I can think of is how Eric Bledsoe's I don't want to be here tweet <laughs> <laughs> changed a lot. Was it the Suns? Was that the Suns? Yeah, they yeah, were already <laughs> awful. Those were the Earl Watson year, yeah. singular. We year. probably would have yeah. made we probably would have bumped the Suns when Bledsoe left. We would have been like, they're probably better without him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so brutal. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need You're to. No, no, we didn't so need to do that to him today. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. But those are like the jokes so. we would say. We'd be like, the Suns might be better like off without that. Yeah, so you know. 
Sorry, Eric Bledsoe. You didn't, we didn't have to drag you into this. No. <laughs> I love Eric Bledsoe, too. That was just obviously a joke, yeah. yeah I'm not even, I'm, I'm a kick save and a butte. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's a big deal right now, like, as far as all the stuff that's going on in March Madness. I'm off today, so I'm very happy to just kind of, like, I was like, wondering, because you were talking or... about all this stuff, and I was like, do you have time to be here? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to micro-manage you. I was told, because, like, you know, <laughs> my guy asked me to be, you know, to do the show with you guys, and you guys are awesome. I've seen, like, all your stuff on Twitter, too, oh, so I was like, I think I'm going to talk to them on my day off. I think that would be a, a pretty big deal for me as well, so. Oh, thank, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no That's nice. <laughs> No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Start hiring right now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com spinsters. Offer valid through March 31st. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Go to Indeed.com slash Finsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Indeed.com slash Finsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We hear uh, some story. I don't even know how to like angle the story. Just something wild that has happened in this context of setting lines, gambling, Maybe someone placing an enormous bet. Maybe you being really right about something. I can't even fathom what the wildest thing that could happen to you in this job. Like, yeah. I can't imagine what that would be. Man, I think I, we've seen so many bets, um, you know, win parlays that we were like, wow, this is pretty incredible. We can barely even hit, like, one or two teams ourselves. Mm. Um, I told this story on uh, Chris Long's pod, uh, The Green Room, and – there was a two-team parlay that came in late in the season of the NFL season, and it was a two-team parlay. It was from a known better, a guy that, you know, he bets with us quite, uh, quite often, and he had a two-team parlay. It was, um, <laughs> I think it's for like $1,000 or whatever. I don't know if I can give out the, the money on this, or I did it anyway. So, I was like, you just uh, yeah, did it. Whatever, so. <laughs> it's, it's happening, yeah. Um, but he bet the Jags to win outright against the Colts. I think they were like 15-point underdogs. I think it was like 7 or 8 to 1. or I don't know. Maybe I'm giving too much credit on that. But it was a pretty – they're pretty big underdog to win that game. Colts had to win to get into the playoffs. And obviously, you know, Wentz is out. So, it's a, you know, that was a big deal for us to see Wentz playing and losing. And then the second leg of the parlay was uh, Raiders-Chargers to tie, but not in OT to get to OT. So it's excluding overtime. And it paid like six figures. So specific. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> it was it was such a big deal. I mean, this is another thing that we we're talking there's about. There's an option to say I want to get them to tie, but yeah, like because we have a lot of like almost props like that you could bet. Right, you know? that it's like the very particular way. Exactly. Play out. Yeah, and you'll well, like because like they're already like branched out and named, and one says 
you know, in OT and one says excluding OT. I mean, it's, you know, pretty solid on there. And that was what we were bugging out about because I remember looking at it. I was like, oh, because, like, you know, people were making the joke that if the Chargers and Raiders tied, they would both get in. And I think I don't think that was the case because I think the Steelers won and the Steelers would have been in. I forgot what, what happened. But that was the running gag. It was all over TV or whatever, the, you know, all, of the, all this was going on. And this guy bets it. I mean, he puts it together with Jags, who we didn't think had a chance. And, you know, they won by like 30 points or whatever the case is. But that bet, we, <laughs> I left work when that game was going on. I think I had Chargers. It never had a chance, myself personally. And uh, I'm at Topgolf. I'm with, like, guys that we work with. It's one of my homies' birthdays. Guy, Matt, it's Matt's birthday, and we're watching. You know, we're having a good time. We're drinking. That Matt? No, Matt, oh. Matt Lindemann. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll meet Matt Lindemann soon. Yeah, he's, like, our top guy. He's a, That's my dog. Um, but we're, we're at his birthday. We're drinking. We're having a great time. And I think the Chargers, it's like the Chargers are down by, like, 15 in the fourth quarter. And – we were joking. We were like, the only team that can, like, tie this game down 15 with, like, eight to go and then blow it in the OT is the Chargers, <laughs> yeah. which is what they did. And we were like, well, this is ridiculous. You know, like, we're talking about what this guy just won. It's, like, in six figures. It's a two-team wow. parlay. Wow. I mean, this, you know. And he only bet 1000 Just 1000 bucks. Yeah. I mean, he, we were like, well, this is not good. You know, we're, like, <laughs> we're like running right back to the bar. Like, no, nah, we're good, man. Like, I'm not going to watch this game anymore. But. <laughs> <laughs> that that was like, as far as you know, bets go. Like that were, because people are looking for the the ones that you don't have to put ten teams on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two three teamers that pay you know forty five million car notes is what you're looking for. Like that's the you know, <laughs> and that bomb right there like will always sit with me. Considering like how we were watching it, you know, it was fun until it. You won. were having so much fun. Yeah, yeah. and then I was like, well. So you weren't. I'm gonna take an Uber home, guys. Like I'm, I'm out of here, man. So I actually gotta go back to the wind. But I, yeah, I've met, uh, you know, through my days of like writing. Like I met like you know Lashawn McCoy, um, Rick Pitino, Louisville. Uh, that's my guy. That's my guy. And uh, but I, you know, I've seen plenty of guys bet with us. A lot of like figures that were like on YouTube and stuff come up to the window. Um, I don't even know if I should be dropping names like this. Mm. I'm just kind of going off right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm like, keep going. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> keep rolling. Yeah, I don't that even know. Exciting. But um, I don't know if I have, like, too many exciting deals. Like, I've seen people bet, you know, in the seven figures on the Super Bowl, which I thought was pretty interesting when I first started. Um, that just makes me nervous. Yeah, it makes no. me so uncomfortable. If you have that much money, just do, some, go, do well, something nice. Well, I think it, it was, like, counting the chips or the money – was very, you know, I was like, am I going to, I don't like, I almost forget how to count. Like, yeah, 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 one, two, four, you know, like, I, (laughs) so like, yeah, you know, I think, um, it was just so much of seeing stuff like that. Like, I'm, it's not like I'm numb to it or anything, but like, I understand it now. Like Mm -hmm. if someone comes in and they're like, yeah, I want to bet 100 K on this game. Like, I won't be like, Oh, like what, you know, I'm not going to call my boss. I'm going to be like, all right, What's the market at? What do we like? Mm-hmm. You know, what day is it? You know, mm-hmm. these are, and then we can make a like a rash decision or a, not a rash decision, but like a thought out decision, mm-hmm. which I think the, the opposite, opposite of rash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The exactly. opposite of what, what I just said. said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah. but um, <laughs> and then we can we can take a bet like that. So like I think you know like learning about a lot of this stuff and just kind of seeing it you know personally and like you know you would laugh or be nervous about it at one point, but. Now you know it's just kind of like a regular thing. Actually, I have one more question. Do you have any more, Jordan? 
No, go for it. What is the, the like smallest thing that has ever played into a line? Like, cause you just said what, ta- what day of week it was. And it, to me, that would never matter. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think uh, like the days matter for like the limits we have on said games. So like for NFL games, um, you know, when we open them up on Sunday, that day of like when, you know, the Sunday night football game is on, um, like our limits will be like this on the side, you can only bet 2000 on the total. You can only bet 1000. You know what I mean? Like okay. they're, you know, so cause they're, they're, uh, they're not matured yet. Like the line gets matured through the days. So like from Sunday, if someone bets like bills minus three for like the, the limit for 2000 or whatever on, on that's on Sunday on th- if they bet it Thursday for like the other side for 10,000 for like, that's two totally different bets. Like. I see. I, that did not interpret you saying no, that that yeah, way. No, my bad. I no, thought no, you were like, man, yeah. the Suns play like shit on Wednesdays. So that was only limits based. My bad. I apologize. But the Lakers Sunday whites. I would bet against that every time. <laughs> we do. We do have jokes about the jersey, like when they wear like a throwback jersey. We do the jersey and um, You know, it's like we won't legitimately go out of like market or something for it. But like, if we get the jersey news, we're like, I mean, this could be a big deal. Like. You know, small stuff like that we we make fun of, and you know, like we're not like other fights on Instagram. I'm telling you, those he laughed. He didn't say no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Off court stuff, just as important. Yeah, Yeah. you guys need consultants. We're up to date on literally every argument. I'm definitely gonna be hitting you guys up now for sure. So, um, but yeah, there. I mean, like small stuff could get into it. I mean, it could affect anything. Like, you know, the total could be a big deal if it's like you know. Uh, somebody they got to their plane late you know they got to a certain like a like they exactly like stuff like that that we can get into you know where they didn't get to shoot around maybe like when they usually do for 30 minutes like that's all big stuff that we take into account so like if you're talking about small stuff like that that could definitely affect like a line or a total yeah wow wow so. This was great. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You so yeah, much. no, I on appreciate it. On your day it. off, too. Yeah, We're honored. I was, honored. like, super ill-prepared, too, so I was, no. like... Uh, no, this, like, is yeah. this is great. This is great. What are you going to do with the rest of your day? I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to head downtown and meet up with some people. You know, it's like, I've been in that, we, like, the cave, you know, our trading room for so long. I need to get, like, sunlight or something, so <laughs> try to walk Take around walk. and, yeah, yeah, have a good Take time. A walk, yeah. Wait, every time I see the sun, I smile, man, so <laughs> I'm going to be I'm gonna be up and seeing, you know, trying to get the sunlight on me as much as I can today. That's me working <laughs> from <laughs> home. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. You step outside for a walk. Oh, yeah, just, <laughs> like, endorphins, just, like, man, yeah. like, stupid happy, man. Yeah. I remember during the pandemic when I started having the bright idea that maybe once a day I should take a walk. Yeah. And everything changed for me. I, I ran. <laughs> I did and not walk. go outside before that. I ran like every day during the pandemic. And it was probably like the greatest time of my life to get in shape when everyone was inside. Mm. So I make, I'm not even going to say the joke. <laughs> say the, the joke. The, pan, the pandemic was such a great time for me. <laughs> and like, I'd, you know, I, I was still trying to be like safe, but like when I was outside, no one was outside. I was like, this is what I need. Like, <laughs> if you can optimize my, personal own. growth during the pandemic, you have nothing to be sorry about. That's yeah, like, that's, no, I felt, you know, when everyone was like, yeah, man, I just kind of been inside like playing games. I'm like, oh, yeah, not me. Like, I can't relate. You know, I've yeah, been outside. Yeah, I'm seeing some other stuff. You know, I'm seeing like flowers and trees that I've never seen. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, this is a great time of my life. And there was no sports either. So, like, my head was clear. Yeah. Um, didn't have to worry about, like, if, like, you know. Wow. You weren't A's. setting the lines on the marbles and the Russian No, no, pong. no. We, I think my buddy was trying to give me, like, ping pong advice. He's like, no, I got a sleeper tonight, man. Like, 
I'm like, bro, don't call me back for like three weeks. Like, nobody, I'm not answering my phone for a long time. You know, so like, you know, I think we, when, once NASCAR got back into it, I kind of got like into the swing. Actually, the NFL draft was during that. It was like mm-hmm. on, like online or whatever. And then we were, we bet a lot on that too. Like me and personal buddies that mm-hmm. we did, you know, we did great on it. Um, but I think that was like the most, like I was pretty solid into, I think there was like KBO, the Korean baseball was, was in flight. Oh yeah. So I people that were time. handicapping that. <laughs> it was like a wild time. But I think I was like happy just to keep my head clear of it, you know, until that draft. But, you know, like what I'm saying is like, I don't want anyone to like get into this. Like you need to go outside and be like, get away from it for like a couple of days Mm -hmm. before you get back into the grind. Because when you're in it, I mean, you're in it like, you know, all these games going off. It's almost like after you take a rough loss or whatever, like during March Madness or any any day, like you're you're like on to the next game. You got to have like a, you know. Uh, short memory for stuff like this. To the guy who we saw at the roulette table yesterday who kept walking to and from and just putting down a $1,000 chip and losing, go outside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get you some sun, man. Then you can come back and put whatever chips you want on on the felt, man. So... Yeah. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. So it. Thank this you. was so fun. <laughs> Thanks, Thank guys. you. And b- before oh. we kill the mics. Oh, wait. Oh, no. no, no I was no, going to. No. Please do the Villanova question. Well, I can do that. And, or the Gonzaga. Um, oh, but yes. I, I wasn't talking about that, but I do actually have a question for you. Um, I, I'm wondering if you can set a line in real time for me. Uh, I won't hold you to it. <laughs> I'm gonna leave, man. I, I hear what like, said. This is my day off. I'll run out, I'll run out of here, dude. I'll run out. Just a really, it, it would mean it would mean a lot to me and, and my my one friend Isaac. Um, me and my friend Isaac made a bet in 2016 that I bet him two thousand dollars that Gonzaga men's basketball will not win a championship in 25 years. Oh, my Lord. No, I feel amazing about it. (laughs) Here's my question. Can you handicap that? Can you, A, handicap it at the time when I made the bet? And remember. Is that just a straight up bet? Yeah, just. Oh, man. Yeah, they didn't get no hot. That's kind of like, you're already, you already got a leg up. Uh, uh, Or you should actually get, you should be winning like 100K on something like that. I know. I, but what I will win is pride. Yeah, that's good once it ends up happening. Sometimes pride is all you have left (laughs) in the morning. Right. So if you were to, like, what, yeah, so I should, what should have been the line instead of plus one? Uh, Like, even money? Oh, man, it's got to be, I mean, thousand to one, I think, just for starters. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, Harry. But what about knowing what we know about Gonzaga not having the juice? Right, yeah, that's, I mean, we lose, like, we also booked to, for Gonzaga not to win at WinBet. We need it bad. And we were rooting for Memphis. We're about to throw a party in the trading room if mm-hmm. we would blew it. So, but, yeah, I mean, like, that's also, like, the type of stuff that's fun that we can kind of play with and have our own deal on, which we, we, we already have. Um, but it's hard to, like, you know, something for, like, 25 years, <laughs> man. Like, I don't know if, like, Einstein could come up with, like, the right <laughs> odds on something like that, man. No, what you about know. knowing that Gonzaga has really small <laughs> like classes and like there's like 5,000 kids that go to that school? That's a school to, do... to me, that's a school for babies. 
I've been to three Gonzaga games in Vegas this year alone. Uh, probably 100 people go. Well, no. Their whole everyone goes. Body. Everybody's there at the games, and I'm like, this is everyone from Spokane. Right. Like, everyone in one <laughs> arena. Mm-hmm. And, like, they fill it up. And I'm like, this is every single person from that town. Yeah. I probably think about it in my head at least. But like, St. Peter's has, like, what, 2,000 2, people? Right, but Beat they Kentucky, because that's a real school for me. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> but St. Peter's you know Peacock. They want to get, get today. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. Okay, I, I so should a thousand. A thousand. Yeah. I think that we'll start there. Yeah, I'll give you a call if I get the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take some, right, right take some walks. Yeah. 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 Well, we will not hold you for fresh air. Thank you so no, you're much. Good. Thank, you, yeah. thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, this is Tarek. I'm calling from Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, and my take is free Liz fucking Cambage. Free Liz Cambage. I want to see her play more point guard. She's a fucking point guard. She said it herself at the All-Star game. I, You know, I'm an Aces fan. I'm heartbroken that she's on the Aces. But maybe now, you know, in L.A., she'll play some point guard. I want to see that 6-8 fucking handle. She's basically the WNBA's Magic Johnson, and they just won't let her play the position she's meant to play. Free was Cambage. That's it. Shout out to both of you. Congrats on everything. Bye.